Hello and welcome to another episode of Startup Hustle Middle East. Today we have the founder of Yellow Pickup. This is Ellie. So Yellow Pickup is an app which is like the Uber for uh, pickup services and moving. transportation moving. So uh, Ellie's been doing it about for two years now. They've already raised around 1.3 million dirhams, correct? In a seed round. Mm-hmm. So today we just thought we'd talk to Ellie and uh, gain some of his experience. Yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show. Um so can you tell us a little bit about your background um and how Yellow Pickup got started? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first thank you so much uh, <laughs> for hosting uh, us today. Uh me I graduate as civil engineer and I've been working in corporates for like 14 years uh, okay. opening businesses. I was like kind of entrepreneur in uh, in the uh, like construction industry. So what we do is I found a gap somewhere and mm-hmm. I said let's build this uh, business unit and that's how we started. Okay. Uh, my first venture was a business unit in uh, wastewater and water treatment plants. That okay. was my first baby. And was that in Dubai or In Dubai, yeah. Dubai. I got shipped out from Lebanon the moment I graduated. So okay. Okay. I I came here to work uh, as like uh, a civil engineer graduate so there was a boom in this uh, area, as you know yeah that was back in 2003 okay so uh, that's how we started i worked for 13 years in corporate uh, heading business unit to uh, increase the profitability of uh, companies and then with time i got bored <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to do something yeah i wanted to do something uh, which is an extension of me uh, trying okay. to simplify the life of people uh, right. uh, within the region and this is how yalla pickup uh, uh, came to the picture one day it took me one day to move one crate from one place to another you know how yeah. it works here you know like uh, you want to move something you go to sandpit or you call a driver where are you on here so i went to sandpit you negotiate <laughs> yeah. and then you drive slowly be uh, in front of the truck to the pickup location you drive slowly to the drop off location right and it's just a total waste of time you mm. know uh, meanwhile i was uh, one day i went i was going back home and i saw this uh, pickup trucks on the sandpit but their mobile number were like so big mm. okay. and i was like you know mm-hmm. it hit me that why don't i connect people who need truck with people who actually have trucks in a seamless yeah. and uh, uh, easy to uh, order uh, way mm-hmm. and that's how we started my heart start beating and since then <laughs> i put the wife the house the dog everything on that <laughs> <laughs> okay that's cool great and how did you find uh, you have co-founders as well in the business Uh, we don't have co-founders uh, have i was the sole founder uh, okay. for uh, the startup but everything in terms of uh, the people we onboarded like uh, mm-hmm. senior it just happened organically so mm-hmm. the cto came on board and it was more than cto he was more than so he was like an advisor as well in terms of technology we should do that feature that one okay and this is how uh, i found my partner the cto and he has equities uh, cto yeah equities okay. in, uh, in yellow pickup as well yeah. okay cool. do all the partners have equity in yellow pickup uh, yes absolutely i mean this is the first partner who got equity because we started together okay and then uh, we signed a strategic partnership with the box okay. which is a company that has more than 
10 years of experience in logistics within the region. Okay. And that's how the founder of the box is now a board member as well. In oh, that's cool. In Yara Pickup, they've injected money and since day one, we had their ops, their customer service, everything was set up uh, uh, to help us and support us. Oh, that's in great. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. is a very good strategic partnership. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. one of the biggest challenges, right? Setting up ops and doing operations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you were saving time, you know, like a lot of time recruiting, yeah. good recruiting. That was one of the challenges as well. So we had a company with more than 10 years of experience mm-hmm. doing the same thing that we're doing. But we're offering the tech, so and the back end, we're having right. their support as well. Modernizing yeah. it. Yeah, so that was the first investor, let's say, okay. slash partner. Mm-hmm. And then Dubai Silicon Oasis came on board as well. They were interested in the, uh, in the model that we're having. And okay. that was, uh, we closed our first seed round with the box, with the follow-up from Dubai Silicon Oasis. That's okay. great. Yeah. Yeah. As part of your seed round, did you also raise money from family and friends, or that was in the beginning? In the beginning, yeah. yeah. For family, the tech. friends, fools, me, everyone, <laughs> you know, just yeah. to make it happen. So yeah. the moment yeah. we launched, uh, everything was overdue, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had to uh, find a partner, and uh, I was looking actually for a strategic partner, and it just mm-hmm. happened. Organically, you know, I've met uh, Wadia, the founder of the box, and okay. we were aligned in terms of uh, the values uh, right. of transparency, creativity, taking the lead, uh, and that's how it happened uh, with the box as well. Great. great, okay. So, uh, from idea to uh, to launch, execution, yeah, yeah. To how, how long did that take? You know, the tech, it's just like, uh, there is hard logic in technology. You, know, you yeah. need to write the codes, just test the thing. So we launched in May, actually we opened the company in May 2016, mm-hmm. but we could only have a soft launch in uh, uh, 2017, like the beginning of 2017. Okay. But prior to that, we like, there was Jitex, that's where uh, we launched our ideas. And by the way, there was no one. Doing that before, after when you see like people jumping on that. Yeah, right. now it's uh, I wouldn't say a cluttered space, but now you have a couple of competitors yeah, that yeah, have come yeah, in, yeah. absolutely, and absolutely. that have raised a lot of money as well. Yes, so, yes, yes, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So when they raise money, do you feel excited <laughs> or disheartened? Because it could be both things, right? Like yeah, they're opening up the market as yeah. well, so. Uh, to me, it was like more uh, having exposure that this service actually exists. Right. So on the seed round, we haven't spent that much money on marketing and acquiring customers. We're more like keen on offering services based on client feedback. Right. And that's why we came up with other uh, extended services yeah. and we went beyond a single point, which is the delivery itself and extended mm-hmm. our services into... Uh, historical data into data analytics and that all came up based on client feedback for the people who raised I'm very happy for them because (laughs) we're all in the same pool and they're spending money on marketing which is very good as well that people know that this service exists as well right And you know that there's a, it kind of validates your idea as well, right? Somebody else in the same Absolutely. space has yeah. raised money. Yeah. That means there's some merit to the, the concept. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You can use that when you're pitching to investors as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so where is Yala Pickup now? Like how big is your team? Um, 
how much if i don't know if you can disclose revenue but uh, if you can disclose how many orders you're getting how it's scaling yeah. it would be interesting to hear so basically what happened is 2017 it was like the learning curve and 2018 right. we, this is where we started mm-hmm. and we take pride in saying that 50% of our businesses are actually repeated uh, orders okay so That's today great. is the like this year is the year of scaling of your pickup right as we're looking to raise another half a million uh, seed to round okay uh, just dollars to, dollars yeah dollars. yeah we don't talk in the round no, yeah, <laughs> we talk in dollars we talk it's in dollars sometimes uh, yeah so um, yeah this year is the year of growth mm-hmm. and uh, the first year was like more uh, proving the concept uh, sure. uh, getting business from different industries so that we know who is our friend which means mm-hmm. who are we going to focus on right and today we have a specific uh, target market where we're going to tackle and we need this money just to spread the word a little more and yeah. to get into sales as well a little more yeah. okay yeah. so the first year was learning it was perfecting the tech it was adapting the feedback that you were getting from Absolutely. your customers Absolutely. so the half a million dollars that you want to raise is primarily for marketing for is that right it's just, and growth yeah it's uh, it's like you're talking about 40% marketing uh, yeah. another 40% or ramping up the ops because yeah. when we got opportunities and we can't take them then yeah, it's a bit sad yeah because the most important aspect of the business is to me is the client you know mm-hmm. yeah. and if you have the client then you yeah, know you, you really need to then it's a big problem yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so are, are most of your customers b2b or b2c yeah that, that i was going to ask that. before we didn't know i mean if you tell me i need a camel now i will get you a camel okay. today uh, our focus is b2b mainly and okay. mainly on e-commerce that's one aspect of uh, okay. listen because it's a volume game at the end of the game at right. the end of the day and on the e-commerce there is a lot of things happening mm-hmm. uh, exponentially in this area as well yeah that's true we're way behind uh, the whole world <laughs> and uh, we would like to grab this opportunity Uh, to be the expert in large consignment delivery for e-commerce. Okay. Yeah. And do you have some e-commerce players that you're already working with right now that you've kind of grown with as well? Yeah, there are some small businesses like they do have the first client was like handmade furniture from UK. Yeah. Okay. Like we were watching it so far and things, yeah. Okay. So before it was a hassle for uh, the founder just like to find a pickup truck now yeah. she can order a pickup truck from the comfort of her house in UK right. or her showroom in here with full visibility on mm-hmm. where the pickup is and so we have small e-commerce players and also mm-hmm. we're working with Sue currently as well okay as we Great. speak we have four trucks with them doing a couple of deliveries as well for first mile yeah first mile middle mm-hmm. mile and last mile as well Okay, can you explain explain first mile, middle mile, last mile? That's an e-commerce uh, thing, you know. First okay. mile is uh, when you get from a warehouse to another warehouse when they need to dispatch, you know. Okay. okay. Or you're getting from uh, let's say their supplier to their warehouse. And then yeah. last mile would be like to dispatch to their existing clients, which is Okay. You bought a TV on uh, on Sook, we can deliver it for you. So last yeah. mile is actually the last mile like this is and what is the middle <coughs> mile then if there's two suppliers in the middle or something yeah middle mile is if you have like a warehouse somewhere okay and you have a big warehouse then from the supplier to the, the big warehouse that's the first mile then 
from warehouse to that warehouse, the mini one, and then okay. dispatch. Okay, yeah. okay. And your primary focus is last mile delivery? We do everything. You do everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything that requires a pickup truck, we do it. Okay. okay. That's the bottom line. Okay. Yeah. And what do you think in this whole journey? It's been more than two years now. You said May of 2016. Or yeah, it wasn't like May. You know, you learn, you like you start. Op- you have to open a company. Yeah. 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 And you have to pay an arm and leg for that. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, the, like technically, we've been for two years. Like, for two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. And okay. what do you think has been the most surprising thing that you've learned in this journey about yourself or about the the ecosystem in the Middle East. About myself, I didn't know that I was so perseverant. You, know? <laughs> you yeah, have to like, be. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, this is this is this is one of the qualities that an entrepreneur should have. You know, yeah. in terms of perseverance, and uh, this is on the personal side. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I didn't know that you have to hustle every day. Yeah. Yes. Long, get it. Get it. Get it. And then. Ups and down, ups and down, ups yeah. and down. Then you get to to yeah. get used to that rhythm. So when you're down, you're like, ah, oh, it's gonna go up and you're up, gonna, you know. So yeah. it's yeah. just um, I wouldn't trade that journey for anything else because I know that uh, judging from the people we're working on in business, that we're making really their life mm-hmm. much easier. And this is uh, something on a personal level, I uh, I take pride in that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I read something that as a founder, you can't get too excited about the ups and too disappointed with the downs because you really have to know how to just roll with it, you yeah, know, because yeah. it's it's too much of a roller coaster. If you react very strongly to a small win or a small loss or, or whatever, then you just can't sustain. Yeah, you, just, yeah. you find a place where you're just kind of balanced. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is great. Oh, this is not so great. Yeah, it's a, just it's, kind of roll with it. To me, it's a long ride, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot burn yourself. Like uh, It's just pe- the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, people saying, I worked 18 hours and I don't take... I don't, I'm too old for that, you know. It's mm-hmm. just like sometimes you work 18 hours, yeah. but sometimes you need to just go to the beach and work from the beach because yeah. there's something that needs creativity. Mm-hmm. Right. So you need to really pull yourself out and just like Think strategically where we're having, where we're heading. And it's very important to have this balance, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And what have you learned about, or what have you found surprising about the startup ecosystem here as well? Like, do you think it supports founders? Do you think there needs to be more opportunities? What do you think? It's still, to me, just like we're maturing little mm-hmm. by little. And uh, I'm happy to be part of the ecosystem at that stage. Yeah. Because we're going to reach a stage with all these visas for entrepreneur investors, with all these facilities that we're then yeah. they're opening up. We're going to reach a stage we're going to be much easier. easier. Yeah. But the, the journey we're having was like, uh, there was a lot of uh, bumps, you know how... You know, if you're raising money in June, yeah. <laughs> you won't see anyone, you know, like... That's uh, true, there. that's and, true. And uh, sometimes, you know, like, it's a whole three months trip of, like, you know, yeah. just trying to sustain yourself mm-hmm. in that, uh, you know, summer... Uh, Managing kind of, your cash flow. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so your business is also very seasonal, like, it dips quite a bit during Ramadan, and I guess it goes up towards the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, like, all most businesses in the bar are affected that way. Big I, corporates. I don't feel more. like there's any change in marketing at all. 
like mm. during Ramadan as well. So it's uh, seasonal, but you know, you just like channel your marketing such in different direction. Yeah. Because we're doing moving as well, like moving offices or moving houses. Okay. So when the business is slow in terms of deliveries, yeah, the moving picks up. So we do see more. Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know, honestly, with the moving, like we've grown up in Dubai and. Yeah. Moving was always such a pain, you know, yeah. and yeah. always some things would get destroyed in the move and you don't know who to blame because yeah. the pickup trucks, they, the drivers, they don't want to take any responsibility. So especially considering people move around so much in Dubai, I Absolutely. think yeah. there was definitely a need to have a better way of doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, like uh, for people who are outside the country, people in Dubai move quite a bit because not too many people own houses in Dubai. Most people are renting, so they tend to move every couple of years, usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the trend, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's what. Uh, so why did you decide on Dubai versus any other Middle Eastern country to start? I mean, you're from Lebanon, so so why not start something there? Yeah, you just were done with Lebanon after you graduated. Yeah, I got I, I got shipped out from them and like, go just like, you know. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Uh, Lebanon, because it's, uh, I don't know how to tell you, it's a different ecosystem. Like, mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, things happening and I wasn't involved in the whole politics, uh, yeah, or okay. geopolitics. I, I didn't like the whole uh, energy Atmosphere. of that. So okay. I came here and I felt that yes, there is. Uh, this is a land of opportunities. Yeah. Specifically, that uh, they have a vision mm. uh, to be the smart city, city of happy people. Yeah. And what we're building is aligned with the their, vision of the country. Vision. You know. Mm. Mm. So that's uh, that was a good opportunity for us to be like to start in here. But of course, we're gonna uh, expand geographically to other. Uh, uh, countries as well very soon okay. so what is next for you like where do you want to go from so right now do you do all of UAE or yes. specific all of UAE all of UAE uh, now we're working on doing uh, cross-border okay and we're in talks with some partners in Oman and KSA okay we just need to uh, align the board members to where we're gonna jump first depending on the money we're having and the opportunity uh, we're gonna grasp after that as well. Yeah, okay. because Oman has picked up quite a bit because of Qatar and everything as well. Like the economy is growing quite a bit. <coughs> yeah, it's so, uh, there but is some... it's a smaller market compared to Saudi. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But they have, you know, like here they have twenty twenty one vision, Saudi twenty thirty. So they came Oman. Yeah. They have vision uh, for something called logistic performance index. Okay, okay. and. Uh, in 24, I think they want to be one of the 10s worldwide. So okay. they're ramping up everything in terms of logistic deliveries. And, uh, okay. uh, you know, Oman Post is doing a great job uh, in this regard as well. And we want to be part of their vision as well. Okay, yeah. great. Cool. Very much aligned then with what you wanted to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely. great. Okay, so uh, how did you acquire your uh, B2B customers and your B2C customers? What marketing did you do at the time? Uh, mainly it was uh, more uh, like attending these events and creating brand awareness that okay. actually this service exists. And uh, we're following up this in parallel. We're doing some uh, social media marketing as well, just to create brand awareness as well. Okay. okay. And on the uh, SEO PPC side, that's mm. uh, 
that's where our like uh, customer uh, like they grew organically mm-hmm. on okay. that side but it was like more PR with social media as well as SEO and PPC. Uh, so the PR helped you with your SEO? Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. uh, when we launched and throughout last year, we've been recognized by people we didn't even know. So uh, okay. we've been featured in different uh, magazines, as you know, like we've been featured in Forbes as well. Uh, oh, wow. Golf News, The National. Uh, and just happened that they saw the concept, they like it, they give us a call, hey. Can that's awesome. And it really helped us uh, without spending money on that one. Yeah. On top of that, because it's a service uh, on top of the technology, mm-hmm. we are offering on-time, safe, transparent, and reliable right. pickup truck and moving service, which is something you yeah. can hardly find in this region. That's you know? true. Right. And the word of mouth is this. This is that. This is something that has really helped us, uh, you know, grow our uh, a pool of clients, let's say, and it's regard, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I mean, your acquisition cost is not that high because you said a lot of your customers are repeat customers. And because if you continue working with e-commerce players, then it's consistently, you know, fulfilling yeah. orders, consistently doing last mile yeah. delivery as well. So your lifetime value is quite... Long. For for last yeah for deliveries and deliveries for businesses however okay. for moving the acquisition cost is much higher you know right. and it's one off and it's a one off uh, but again it's a one off with the word of mouth so we get right. referral all the time you know we work on the referral scheme with so them so the well. same thing with the jacker we launched with uh, short term car rentals and then uh, we also started leasing cars so yeah. businesses lease cars. You know, they'll lease cars for six months, a year, uh, you know, especially car companies that have to do deliveries and things like that. Absolutely, yeah. So, and then uh, they can scale based on demand. So they, they're not locked in, like they don't have to buy four cars right away. Of course. They can uh, stagnate and buy it. So, so that's what we started as well. We realized that we need something that's recurring money. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Repeated is the name of the game, you know, you can't like... Yeah. Spent a lot of money on marketing for yeah. a one-off, you know. Yeah. However, it's it too expensive. Yeah. But yeah. as you said, the referral works. Referral works. Word of mouth works because I'm telling you, it's on time, safe, transparent, reliable pickup yeah. truck service. If you gather these four parameters, yeah, uh, you're you're likely to find in one company one of them or two, yeah. but the four the four of them combined, that's what we're, yeah. we're offering, you know, at that stage. And what is your monetization model? It's a percentage Absolutely. that is charged. Okay. Yeah. Is it a fixed percentage or you vary? No, it depends. It depends. I mean, it's a volume game. So yeah. if I have a client that has like 100 deliveries a month, it's different from a client that has yeah. 10 deliveries yeah. a month. Yeah. And it varies, but we're working on a commission base, you know, okay. so we take commission on every move we make. So, so one question that people ask me and that challenges my business as well is quality control. Like since that's one of your yeah, pillars, right? Yeah. So how do you manage to uh, do that at Yellow Pickup? Like that's the like guys yeah. are on time because that's, of the technology? That's, I mean, that was, if you ask me, what was the most challenging aspect of it is mm. the driver's induction and, you know, just like to educate uh, the yeah. driver and engage them on the vision of Yellow Pickup. Right. And you know the driver we're having, or the drivers we have here in this region, coming from a different background, and they're not that much tech savvy. So we're changing the whole, uh, you right. know, 
uh, image of uh, the UAE and the whole region in terms of uh, deliveries by offering this seamless experience. Mm-hmm. In terms of maintaining the quality, uh, <coughs> we do what we do is we have a very keen uh, selection criteria for drivers and helpers. So we okay. get them uh, on board. We make an interview with them. We have a background check on. Okay. Uh, the accident they make, you know, all these things. Once they're selected, there is a induction, induction. for them, you okay. know, okay. which is if you face that problem, that's what you do, you know. So we're um. more like uh, uh, educating them to offer the best client experience, you know. So customer support training. Yeah, like for instance, it's not like if you're late, you just like say five minutes, which is very frustrating. I hear yeah. that, you know? Like I said, we have a, a very delicate uh, drivers and helper selection criteria. Okay. And once they're selected, there is an induction for them. Like I was saying, uh, if we're late, we tell them, which is unlikely, but if something happens, we need to inform the client. Right. Because well, I, 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 I was suffering from this before, you know, I've been here yeah. for 15 years. Yes, I'm on the roundabout, and this roundabout <laughs> never finishes. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. There you can, like, check on the driver, where is he, and you have estimate time of arrival. So that would offer them, like, you know, it's like a kind of... Uh, relief. Yeah. Relief, yeah. yeah. We yeah. have that issue as well, and we were just thinking of how to tackle it, because... You know, these are like delivery services. Like we deliver the car as well Absolutely. to the customers. So yeah. there's traffic, there's issues, you know, you don't, you're not on the ground with them. So it's hard to manage that. But yeah, I guess good training and stuff will improve the customer service experience, right? Yeah. yeah. Plus it educate because we have two sides of the coin. You can track on your app, right? Where yeah, the of course. Is. Of course. Yeah. And live track it. Right. And people can do ratings as well. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Once the uh, delivery is done, they can rate uh, the whole experience. They can put some comments. Okay. But not only we're keen on offering the best client experience, the vision for Yalla Pickup is to help these drivers mm-hmm. optimize their trips as well. Because okay. I don't want to see in two, three years, the vision of Yalla Pickup is not to see any pickup truck on a sand pit. Okay. At 50 mm-hmm. degrees, you know, waiting for somebody to come we and do the yeah. So it's going to be a very dynamic uh, one. They have their app, they receive a notification, they accept it, they go to the job. If there is nothing, they will sit in the shade, in their house, whatever it is. Yeah. They can relax. So not only we're offering like the best client experience, but we're also keen on engaging the driver and making their life easier mm-hmm. by optimizing their trips. Yeah, yeah, optimizing. Absolutely. yeah, so currently the capacity of your app, is it uh, is the technology uh, helpful for route optimization? Like if you get four orders and is one driver planning, the is the technology planning absolutely, the route? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And this is very uh, keen when, when it comes to e-commerce because e-commerce you have like 20 deliveries, TVs, so mm. far, yeah. whatever it is. So we all built it like mm. we like exported and imported to our platform. And then you see the route of which one is the first one to be delivered, which one the next, the second, okay. the third. And that will help optimize and of course like contribute. So you can use less trucks to do the same amount of deliveries? Less trucks or let's say Maximize. optimize the truck uh, uh, utilization. Yeah. yeah. And this also contribute to the reduction in carbon emission, mm-hmm. which is also part of the vision of uh, uh, the year as well. So yeah, we're all aligned to just like 
uh, offer this uh, service mm -hmm. and uh, contribute to the vision of the UAE as well. As mm -hmm. Great. Um, so we actually met with you at an event recently yeah. um, where you were pitching to investors. So for our listeners, can you, like, you seemed very calm yeah. while you were pitching, yeah. regardless of whatever questions were thrown at you and that could be personality or just lots and lots of pitches yeah, um, that you've part participated in yeah, yeah lots of practice um so what can you tell our found uh, our listeners who are founders any advice you can give when it comes to uh pitching in general i i don't give advices it's just like a personal opinion judging sure. from my own uh, experience uh, pitching is a is a project by itself, you know, yeah. and you have you shouldn't take it, you know. To me, it's just like you have one shot. It's either you make it or you have to make it, mm -hmm. and that's why preparation is key. You know, mm -hmm. like I do, like I prepare for the pitch at least 10, 15 times. Yeah. You know, before I go pitch, I prepare the question that needs to be done, and sometimes I feel very sad that I see people going there and they're not ready because yeah. this opportunity doesn't happen all the time yeah, it's yeah. hard to get yeah. in front of an yeah. investor yeah. and if you're getting in front of an investor you just need to you know yeah. are you gonna join us in our uh, journey because that's mm. what we're doing yeah. or you know like uh, we're not prepared and to me it's very frustrating to see people they're not prepared so yeah. I would say from my own experience take pitching yeah. as a project and mm -hmm. as a very important opportunity for you to raise yeah. cash yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 have you ever pitched with your you said your cto is also uh, also has some equity so have you i've seen you pitch by yourself twice now yeah and also on some youtube videos and stuff so do you find that pitching with someone else helps have you done that you haven't done that yeah i don't i don't think it it really helps mm -hmm. because Sometimes uh, you need to coordinate with two people. That's true. That's you true. Know, it's, yes. hard, it's harder to, to get rehearse. your. Uh, first of all, it's harder to rehearse. You have to be exact in what you're saying. Timing matters, mm -hmm. and it's a bit more complicated. I feel. Yeah. The one person yeah. should be the vision leader. Okay. Yeah. The pitch. Uh, I I always listen to. I, you're always learning. You know, and yeah. I have. Uh, you know the chief evangelist, the guy Kawasaki of Apple before, yeah. has a very nice. Uh, Audible, uh, audio on Audible, you can listen to it. But he tells yeah. you, like, it's better to... The art to of the pitch? No, no it's, it's the art of the start. Art of the start. Yeah. Uh, there is another, like, it, it takes you from from idea to pitching to whatever it is. And I I, I really, I think everyone who's going to go into this journey should uh, get listen this uh, Audible. But he says, like, one guy should be pitching. And to me, it's a gray area, but this is how I feel it. Yeah. Uh, however... It makes sense to me because there is a story behind it, you know. Right. And when you get somebody to pitch and somebody else, like I've seen people, this is the guy say first sentence, the, yeah. there is yeah. no energy flowing, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Whereas when I'm pitching, I'm fully in the moment yeah. and I'm like aligned with whatever and the body language that I'm offering is just like sure. part, it's an extension of me. Whereas when two are pitching, mm -hmm. it gets much you don't better. feel the, you know, whereas to me, I'm pitching, it's, I, you, you pitch all your life, you know, yeah. that's uh, not only on stage, you're pitching, I'm pitching Sid now. Sid is always <laughs> pitching, yeah, yeah exactly, right. as, a, as so, an entrepreneur, you are always yeah, pitching. Yeah, to me it's more, uh, you're telling a story, so you don't want... You, uh, yeah, I guess you need to sell other people on your vision, right? So that's yeah. that's the, the whole point of pitching. Yeah. 
and it's I think it's much harder to say oh we have this vision and mm, we are then, doing this yeah. than saying I have this vision actually, and like as a story it just comes across more naturally and actually I, that's yeah. true I've seen more bad pitches with two people than good pitches with two people mm. because I think it's true like especially when you also ask questions it's like who's going to take it who's yeah. jumping over whom and yeah things. on the probably on the question side like once the pitch is finished yeah, because there are some tech, let's say, yeah. Yeah, so the CTO would be there to answer. But the whole pitch, in my opinion, from my own experience, mm-hmm. it should be like one guy okay, telling the story, dush, 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 and that's it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, okay. that's the way I see it. Yeah, it's, a, it's a storytelling thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And plus, they, they, they should feel, are you like pitching just to raise, or is it an extension of you, what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And we, like... The, the people can read, you know, how passionate, are, how, passionate are, how much you believe in the product or the service that you're having right. as well. Yeah, yeah. And you want to raise more money and yeah, things. With, uh, so can you talk about the avenues that you're considering? We, we don't have, like, uh, we're having a couple of uh, angels because it's C2. We're not going to Series A uh, right. so far. We're raising... Mm-hmm. Uh, half a million dollars, as I said, to ramp up uh, the ops and grasp these opportunities that are coming. Okay. Can you way. say at what valuation? Uh, this, I will keep it, you know, okay, because no it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. still, you know, valuation yeah. is a gray area. Yeah. What we need to have is somebody with us uh, as a strategic partner to scale the business. Right. That's, uh, that's the bottom line. We, we believe in uh, sustainable growth, so we're not going to go into this uh, game of burning rates and, you know, like yeah. uh, going into the, in this direction. We're more keen on offering uh, a good service for mm-hmm. the businesses that require transportation. Yeah. And I mean, it's worked for you already with the box partnership, right? That's, that is a strategic yeah. partnership. So considering that you're aligned with Oman, Saudi and UAE's vision um, and their mandates, I think it should be, I wouldn't say it should be easy to get partners, but I think it helps your pitch. Of course, right? of course. Of so, course. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. so if you had one piece of advice for a brand new entrepreneur, what would it be? I, again, I don't give advice. No, he I just shares like, from his experience. From my experience. From your experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when I first started, it was like, it was very uh, vague, you know, just, just jump, like you say, and you yeah. build your airplane in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, uh, we reach a stage where, you know, sometimes there are doubts coming into your head, you know, mm-hmm. and there is uh, one French writer, he says, when you doubt your power, mm-hmm. you give power to your doubts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and every time I'm having this like top down you know, <laughs> like I, I remember that say and uh, that would be a good uh, something that I would like to convey to people never doubt your power if you're believing in your product and you're yeah. passionate about it and of course you prove the concepts right? yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not like I have an idea yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's there and the people are needing that kind yeah. of service or product then don't doubt your power because when you doubt your power, you're giving power to your doubts and when you give power to your doubts, you start doubting again yeah. and you go into that trip and you don't have to go into that trip yeah. because it's not good science. It depletes your energy and yeah. I think it shows. It gives uh, you confidence. Yeah, we've watched uh, many, many entrepreneurs pitch and I mean, Sid has pitched a lot as well for Ajaka. And people can sense if you're not a hundred percent confident. Yeah, they can feel it. They can feel it. 
Absolutely. And uh, to me, I was reading an article and it makes a lot of sense and nobody talks about it that much. You know, in startup, whatever business you're having, you have strategy and tactics. That's like you need to focus to the strategy mm. and tactics. But there is another aspect which is more important than mm. these two is the state of mind. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. If you don't have the state of mind to keep going, to hustle, to just like uh, go through a bad day, good day, whatever yeah. it is, then none of these things would, you know, like uh, would prevail. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I think a lot of companies initially they come up with something and then they pivot and then they're successful. But if you don't have the perseverance to reach that point absolutely. of the pivot, absolutely, yeah. then you will. Yeah, I think that's why so many startups fail. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. state of mind is a big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and just like balance. Yeah. You don't have to kill yourself. Just to, you just have to do your best, and that's why when they talk about focus, mm. focus is focusing on the things that will take you there. You know, mm. like you can work eighteen hours checking emails, deleting whatever it is, but is yeah. there a goal behind it? And that's yeah. why in any aspect of your work, okay, you just need to keep in the back of your head: is this gonna take me? To where I want to be, you know, yeah. rather than I'm just like working, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. yeah, yeah. So your immediate focus is to raise money, invest in marketing and operations. But what is your long-term focus? Uh, do you want to be all over the world? Do you want to completely saturate certain markets? Uh, what is your long-term vision? My the long term vision oh, yeah. of Yala Pickup is like we want to change the whole uh, the whole environment of deliveries, you know. Right. Where uh, everything is like moving forward in direction. Like you can mm. see ERP system, you can see a lot of things enhanced. Right. However, in the transportation, I feel it's still stagnant, you know. Yeah. Mm. And we want to take it to the next level okay. in terms of technology and in parallel. Mm-hmm. in terms of geographical expansion. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're coming from a background of abundance, so mm-hmm. all this competition and all this is just like, there's a lot of demand happening. So yeah. I do believe in, uh, you know, like uh, uh, complimenting each other rather than... Yeah. Fighting? <laughs> yeah, Ra- you know, complimenting rather than competing. Yeah, and we do the same, like we do this uh, all the time, you know, like... Right. Uh, with other players in here where we have minor overlap on different uh, things. So mm. to answer your question, the long-term vision of Yellow Pickup is to expand geographically and to change the face of delivery in the region as well. Okay, That's yeah. great. So on that note, thank you, Ali, so much for coming on the podcast. It was really uh, fun to talk to you since our businesses kind of... Similar, but yeah, not exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's transportation. It's yes. transportation <laughs> sector. But uh, great to have you on the podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to watch more videos like this one. If you're listening to us uh, through the podcast, uh, you can leave us a review. That really helps us out. We're available pretty much on all the podcast platforms, including iTunes and Spotify, Google. CastBox, Pocket Casts. You name it. Google. Uh, Apple, everything. Yeah. <laughs> so we also use Anchor as a platform for distributing our podcast. So the cool thing about Anchor is that you can leave us a voice note uh, if you want us to answer a question for you or, you know. Uh, or maybe, tell us how awesome we are. Or tell us how awesome we are. Yeah. Or, or if you have a question for Ellie, um, we'll also leave. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
he doesn't share advice um but uh, but he definitely you know right because uh, some people gave me advice mm-hmm. and uh, it's really shit you know and the best advice i had is because some people gave me advice and uh, is not to take any advice which is not aligned with your gut feeling yeah yeah mm-hmm. So you just don't like the word advice. It's not like adv- I'm not in a position to advise. Yeah, my experience. It's more, you know. No, that's fair. Some people, like some things work for some people succeeded where others failed. You know? yeah. yeah. So it's not advice. Is very like concrete. Go and yeah. do that. Whereas yeah. experience or sure. sharing whatever it is, it's you can take it or leave it. You know that's. Uh, that's I agree with you, man. Yeah, I think I think it's a good way to think about it because it's like this has worked for me. It may or may not work for you. Yeah. You you choose whether yeah, or not absolutely. this fits with absolutely. you. Yeah, great. So, so guys, so leave us a voice note on Anchor, and we'll get Ellie to uh, answer your questions if they're directed at him. And we'll leave links to Yellow Pickup as well as your personal profiles as well awesome. um, on the show notes. So check it out. And that's it. That's it. We'll see you in the next one. Keep on hustling. Cheers, guys. (laughs) Ciao. Bye-bye.